Pride Month is here. Have you seen the male Disney princesses? Is Harley Davidson in Bible prophecy? And what does Pride Month, ESG, and stakeholder capitalism have in common? All this and more today on End Time. Welcome to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're taking your calls today. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. It's Pride Month. So what does Pride Month, ESG, and stakeholder capitalism have in common? That's what we're going to look at today. Doug, what are you thinking about all this uh, Pride Month stuff, all your favorite brands? Um, jumping on board with that. Uh, well, Vince, it's it's disturbing. I mean, to say the least. But you know, it's to be expected too. I mean, we we know that this is. I mean, really, it's a spiritual battle that we're fighting here, and this is part of that spiritual battle. And so, um, we're just going to have to, I think, navigate through these times. And you know, some people say they hope that it only lasts for a month. It may last longer. We don't know. But the the bottom line right now, Vince, is that here we are. We're in June, and we're going to see it. And more and more brands, I believe, are going to take off. And we're going to we're going to talk about uh, why that's happening. And maybe we can help everybody understand a little bit better by the time we get to the end of this program today, because you know, not only are there biblical implications that are going on here, like I talked about the spiritual battle, but you know, I mean, it goes against God's word for one thing, but. Uh, there's also some world government issues that are involved there, and so there's a prophetic side of things that are taking place here too, Vince. Now you're saying Pride Month goes against God's word? Uh, yes, that's what I'm saying. Well, how's that possible? Well, we've got several scriptures that we can talk about today that are going to kind of point that out. To well, where, before, before we do, are you yeah. are you saying homosexuality, uh, transgender, those things, those goes against God's word? Yes, that's what I'm saying, and that's what they're celebrating. That's what the pride's all about, Vince. Well, what about all these um, Christian churches that I've seen? There's there's a few here around Dallas where they've got the LGBTQ plus flag, and they have a bunch of other memorabilia out on their property, and they're saying everyone's welcome here. Now, I know that you and I both go to a church where everyone is welcome, mm-hmm. but if you... Um, have sin in your life, we're going to say you're welcome and we're going to love you and we're not going to shame you, but we are going to tell you what the Bible has to say. Yeah. And as far as I'm concerned, we do it in love. And we don't, you know, I, I don't want to get too far into what I was getting ready to say there because I just I want to be uh, careful about representing everything that I am, first of all. But... Um, you know, I, I was raised kind of old school, mm-hmm. and so uh, I won't get into all the verses that my great-grandfather would sing <laughs> on This Train is Bound for Glory. You remember that song? Uh, I don't remember that song. That's would, that's you want me to sing it right now? Go for it, man. <laughs> I won't sing it right out. now. I'll save everyone on that. But okay. uh, This Train is Bound for Glory. If you want to go to heaven, you got to be holy. And it, and, it, and it will tell you, they'll break off into verses on all the different things that won't get you into heaven. Right. And my great-grandfather would look through the crowd and find some things that may not get you into heaven, and he'd call you out in the song as he was leading it. Wow. 
Well, and this is Irvin Baxter Sr. Yes. Yeah. Wow. And so um, um, things are different in 2023. Yeah, they are. And um, where we go to church, I know, um, we'll love people where they are, Mm -hmm. tell them the truth, and we pray with them and we care for them as they are um, discovering what the truth is because a lot of people don't necessarily know. Yeah. And so when we talk about being welcoming... I'm not talking about just that. I'm saying like there are people who have, hom- I mean, the Methodist movement, the Methodist church, they have homosexual pastors. They have ordained homosexual yeah. leaders. But we're not going to have any of that. So that's not what we're talking about. You're, you're saying that that is unbiblical. Right. But there are churches that are doing it. Yes. So those are. churches are unbiblical. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're in a church where they have a homosexual pastor, you probably need to look for another church. Uh, probably. Absolutely. I think we're 100%. <laughs> Definitely yeah. need to find another church. Yeah. Um, so, so how can we say that in love, though, Doug? Well, Vince, I mean, you know, the thing is, is we we have to always go back to the Word of God, and that's where we're going to start today is at the Word of God, because I kind of wanted to start the program and show, you know, I mean, the Lord told us that there, the days were going to be like the days of Lot and how it was there. And it's very clear what Lot was was about. You know, the word sodomy comes from Sodom which was the town that they were in. So you can kind of uh, see the pieces of the puzzle there and figure that out for yourself without us having to describe all that to you. But you know that uh, there's scripture in the Bible that tells us the way that we're supposed to live our life. And in the Bible, uh, homosexual lifestyle, uh, transgenderism, all those things, they're called an abomination is what how God describes it. He says that it's an abomination. And uh, and so those are the things that I'm saying that goes against the word of God. So that's what we're celebrating this month. We're not celebrating, but that's what the world is celebrating this month. In the month of June, they're celebrating uh, this Pride Month and everybody's supposed to get in support of this and support uh, the people that, uh, you know, they like to fly the rainbow flag. You know, never mind that the the rainbow is actually a symbol from God to uh, his promise that he would never flood the whole earth again. And so they've taken that symbol of God's promise and now they've made it into a symbol of homosexuality, transgenderism, the whole LGBTQ+, all that stuff. So, um, you know, what we've got to do is we've always got to go back to the Word of God to see how we're supposed to live our lives and what we're supposed to do. So it's no different in our church than if an alcoholic came in or, you know... uh, a uh, someone that abuses uh, their wife or uh, you have somebody that's an adulterer. I mean, it's no different than that. Those are all sins, and there are people guilty of those. You can come in and worship with us, but we're going to talk about what the Bible says about those things. And like you said, your great-grandfather actually sang a song and pointed those things out. So if things have changed quite a bit, and we don't want to offend people and hurt people when they come into our church, but we've got to show them and love what Scripture says. And explain to them because otherwise we don't really love them. I mean, if somebody's drowning, you don't throw them, uh, you know, a life ring to pull them in, a lifeline to get them back to the shore safely, they're going to drown. And if, if, you know, we're not trying to throw somebody a life ring and pull them out of where they're at and try to get them back safely, then we really aren't trying to save them at all. You know what I say to people like that that come into the church when I'm there? What's that? Hi, my name's Vince. There you go. I don't think we've met before. Yeah. <laughs> I start there. Yeah. You know, it's always I, a good place to It's start. like, you know, I want to know your name. I want to see how I can serve you mm-hmm. as you are here to seek 
something. The Spirit is pulling these people. Right. And they are here to do something and try to figure out that. And so I am representing Jesus and trying to help people learn more about Him. And there's things in my life that I need to change, and I'm working on it. Right. And there are things in my family's life that need to change, and we're working on it. Right. And um, the same is true for many people out there. So today we're going to talk about things that you know, are a little challenging to discuss and not offend people, but we are committed to telling you the truth to the best of our ability. And so we are going to do that. We're going to show you some clips that might surprise you. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this break. They that understand what is taking place will instruct many. Except a man is born again, he can enter or see the kingdom of God. I don't care what label you've been given or what label you've given yourself, you are essential. You still matter. This is a journey, and when we get to the other side of that, that's where our prize is, that's where our reward is. End time is not going anywhere. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time. Understand how you fit in and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to intime.com slash future or call 800 intime. That's 800-363-8463. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End Time Show's TV and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com slash events to see when Dave will be in a location near you. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're so happy you've joined us. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Dave and Jana will be in Vider, Texas later on this month. So go to endtime.com slash events to learn more about the venue and uh, make plans to join us there in Vider, Texas. You get to meet Dave and Jana and connect with us there. So be sure to do that. You can call 800-END-TIME for more help. Or again, go to endtime.com slash events. Also, Understand the End Time is still available for pre-order. There's a bunch of bonus items that will be expiring soon, uh, one of them being that the book is available for a donation of any amount. When you pre-order that book, you will get the bonus item of the VIP video call with Dave Robbins. And so that's going to be a call where you can ask Dave questions. He's going to tell you a little bit about the production of the series, 
and you'll be able to just have a conversation with him through a, um, a video call. And so that's going to be a great time, and we look forward to doing that. But you're only able to get in on that if you pre-order Understanding the End Time. So go to endtime.com slash ABC. If you pre-order the DVDs, you'll get that call. If you pre-order the book, you'll get that call. If you pre-order the combo, you're going to get that call. So these bonus items are expiring soon. Make sure you take advantage of them while they are available. Again, endtime.com slash ABC, or call 800-END-TIME to learn more about that. All right, Doug, here we go. Yeah, it's Pride yeah. Month. Yeah. Uh, Pride Month has something to do with ESG and um, uh, stakeholder capitalism. Biden loves those things. Yes, he does. The Biden administration loves those things. A lot of people in the U.S. government and around the world yeah. loves all three of these things. And they have things in common that the Bible predicted. Yeah, absolutely. That's crazy. That's very crazy. Yeah. So let's get into that. Yeah. So as Where we, we get, start? It's, as we jump into this, I, I guess the place to start is, you know, I said that uh, the Lord told us that the days will be like the days of Lot. And so we kind of need to see what those days were like. And in Luke 17, if people want to look in there, that's where Jesus talks about this. And uh, you want to read that? Or you want me to read that? I'll or? read it. Likewise okay. also, as it was in the days of Lot, they did eat, they drank. They bought, they sold, they planted, they builded. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Okay, so in in that scripture right there, it doesn't sound like there's a lot wrong with that. You know, they're doing the same thing we're doing. They eat, they drink, they they plant, they sow, they build. Everything that's going on, life is going on. But when you look in Genesis thirteen thirteen, it says, But the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord exceedingly. So most people that's in our listening audience probably understand what happened there if they've ever read. And you can go back and read Genesis 19, get the full story and see what was going on there. Uh, but there, one of their major things that they were uh, doing there was there was practicing homosexuality. It was going on, if you remember, uh, they wanted uh, Lot to turn over the two men that were with them that were actually angels and he even offered up his virgin daughters, and they didn't want them. They wanted these two men. So you can go and read that for yourself. But other places within the Bible, it gives us other uh, understanding of what this sin is about and, and that it is an abomination uh, to God. And he calls it an abomination in three different scriptures I found today. And there's more than this, but this is just three, and they kind of reference those particular things. So Ezekiel 16 and uh, 49 and 50 is another one. You want to read that one? It says, Behold, this was the iniquity of thy sister Sodom, pride, fullness of bread, and abundance of idleness was in her and her daughters. Neither did she strengthen the hand of the poor and needy, and they were haughty and committed abomination before me. Therefore I took them away as I saw good. So remember how God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah? He's, he's saying this i took them away so there was judgment because of the behavior that was going on it was so wicked that there was judgment there and we're kind of foolish to not kind of foolish we're very foolish to to think that we're not going to be judged on these things and this is what we're trying to help people understand is that this is an abomination toward god and there is repercussion because of this and there's uh you know, there are things that are going to happen because of this, and we can't think that we're not going to be judged on our sins. It's not just this particular sin, but this is the one we're talking about today. Leviticus 18 and 22 says, Thou shalt not lie with mankind as with womankind. It is an abomination. So he uses that again. 
This is the same thing we're talking about. And then Deuteronomy 22 and 5 uh, says that a woman shall not wear that that pertaineth unto a man, neither shall a man put on a woman's garment, for all that do are an abomination unto the Lord thy God. So even transgenderism there was mentioned in the Old Testament uh, in Deuteronomy there. that This was something that was being practiced during that time. And you can go back and read the history of that, and it was it was pretty bad what was going on there. Uh, if you if you actually read the that and the sacrifices they were making at a certain temple they were doing, and they would dress up like the opposite sex, and it was just a terrible abomination. So God was saying, "Nope, don't do this." Uh, Romans one we read a lot because people say, "Well, that's the Old Testament, and it's not the New Testament." That God doesn't, I've had people tell me, God doesn't talk about homosexuality in the New Testament. Well, Romans 1, uh, starting with verse 26 there, Vince, if you want to read that, that's exactly what this is talking about. For this cause God gave them up into vile affections, for even their women did change their natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meet and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient yes so the other day on Instagram there was a video of a guy that was standing in a target and he was asking a a female target employee he said are you do you go along with this, uh, promoting this homosexual lifestyle? Are you not afraid of God? And she said, why would I be afraid of God? I don't believe in him. And he said, well, God will judge you. And she said, not if I don't believe in him. Well, you know, just because you don't believe in God doesn't mean he's not going to judge you. I mean, he believes in you. And so if you say, I don't believe in God, therefore I'm not under God's laws, or I don't have to read the Bible, or I don't have to know any of this, or it doesn't pertain to me because I don't believe, there's still judgment going to come. And this is what the scripture is talking about. It's talking about changing the very nature of the way God created things. And that's what we see nowadays. They're trying to promote this to our kids, Vince, that you can change the way you were created. That, you know, maybe God didn't know what he was doing. And so you're whatever you feel like you are today. Uh, You know, it goes against the very nature of how God set things up. And so, you know, I, I thought we could start there. And then we can show some of the things that are out there right now. Like Before we do, we probably need a disclaimer. <laughs> okay. Because yeah. I bet my children are watching. That's probably a good point. There are some of these clips that I wouldn't want my children to see. Yeah. They're not um, extremely, they're, they're gross, but they're not, you know, um, there's no nudity, there's no profanity, there's nothing like that. But you're going to see some uh, highlights of what Pride Month is all about. And so uh, if you have younger children that you don't want to be exposed to anything like that, uh, you'll probably want to check out and watch it uh, later without them. So yeah. um, where are we going to start in, in regards to all those photos and videos? Well, we're not, first of all, we're not showing a whole bunch, but we are showing a few that are disturbing. So we're gonna, I think we're going to start with a video from the Disney princess. Okay, so that luckily that was a real short clip. Very short. Uh, and and so we're this is at Disney. This is Disneyland, right? For, that for was people in, watching on their radio, let's tell them what they just saw. 
or heard. Yeah, you go ahead. I'll let you describe it. Yeah, I forgot. This one gets you going a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it does. So this is a grown man with facial hair, maybe a beard, a goatee at least. Yeah, at least. Um, dressed up as a princess at Disney, um, Disneyland. And so... That's the one in California, right? Yes. Yeah. What's interesting, um, Doug, is I married a girl that is a Disney fan. Yeah. Um, her she family, was. You, you should say was. Well, when I married her, she was. <laughs> there so you I'm go. trying okay. to speak in that tense. Yeah. You're going to be uh, getting taxed in a minute. Yeah, well, I'm not allowed <laughs> to read them, so she won't be able to defend herself. Uh, but I married her. Mm-hmm. And at the time, she was a Disney fan, and I would right. tell her things that happened with Disney, mm-hmm. and she would not believe me. She thought I was crazy. Right. Well, to be totally transparent, she's crazier than I am now, <laughs> and, and has uh, totally seen the light. And she, yeah. my phone is vibrating, Doug. I know she's texting. She's me. texting you. Um, and so, we are not Disney people at right. this point, uh, and don't plan to be one, which has yeah. been an interesting. Uh, thing because, uh, well, I'll leave it at that for now. <laughs> I don't want to get uh, in trouble with my in-laws, but yeah, don't, um, don't do that. So, so yeah, our kids don't watch Disney. Mm-hmm. We're not going to Disney World or Disneyland, right? And when people can't believe that, and I'm, you know, if you take your kids there, I'm not trying to tell you how to parent. I'm just saying, watch that video, and if you still decide to go, uh, I've done everything I can, I guess, for you to inform you of what's going on. Yeah. So. That's interesting for me to see that video because of um, all the history I have. I mean, we, we've been married for almost 10 years now, so uh, I've got like 15 years of Disney-related stuff going on right. uh, with someone that grew up going every year and some years twice in a year. So, Well, Vince, what do you think um, about the children that would encounter this? Because I know I've got a granddaughter that just turned four, mm-hmm. and she would definitely point out if we went to some place like that, that's a boy wearing a girl's dress. And she would understand that's not right. She might get arrested for hate speech. Well, I mean, that's what is, is strange about today. They're trying to make it normal and normalize our kids so that when they see something like that, they're not shocked. You know, that they just think that's normal. That's normal that this man has a beard and a mustache and he's wearing a dress. And that is not what... I. I don't know if it was supposed to be Snow White or who it was supposed to be. But no, they have like they're like um, maids that help gotcha. help these little girls okay. become a princess. Okay, and so well, they go in and help you. Pick it doesn't out. make it any better for me at all. Uh, our um, one of our producers yeah. just chimed in and let us know they're fairy godmothers. So <laughs> there you sorry go. for the incorrect <laughs> statement. Yeah, uh, but yeah, fairy they they groom the children to help mm-hmm. them become princesses for well, a lack know. of better terms. Well, and so. That's the problem right now is that they're grooming our children to make them believe that this is okay and this is normal and that they should accept that. So it's happening in our schools. I mean, this is why parents are being called terrorists now because they stand up in school boards and say, we don't want these books that are teaching this stuff to our children in elementary schools and middle schools and high schools. We don't want this stuff in there. Yet they're being called terrorists because it's a hate crime. And so anyway, the the next picture that we have to show, I'll let you talk about that one because you may know who this person is i have no idea i don't even know what the photo is i believe it's the glamour yes glamour magazine you know i i don't know anything about it except for that that's a a a, a woman transgender that has has become a man Mm -hmm. 
and is pregnant. Yeah. They're not a man, but you right. know, they've, they've done the... What, I don't know what all they've had done to them, but it's on the front of Glamour right. UK magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, featured a pregnant female that looks like a pregnant male. So is it... I would assume that this person is living a life as a male, but is now pregnant. That it's, it appears to be true. Okay. So very, very odd, very strange. This is almost, when I see this picture, you guys, I'm sorry, but this is just demonic to me. And there were other things that we were going to show, and, and I ran out of time and getting everything together because uh, as I started going down this rabbit trail and, and unfolding all this and finding out this other information, I felt it was really important to share what we're going to share here uh, toward the end of the program and let you know about what's really going on behind this. Everybody knows about the the Bud Light situation, so we've seen that over and over, and Bud Light's paying consequences for that now. I think Anheuser-Busch altogether has lost, like, millions if not billions of dollars i don't know because i've seen video after video on uh instagram where people are you know showing that their all their stuff is just full and all these other products are empty because nobody's buying their product anymore because they've promoted this uh transgender male that i guess that guy or that person has made his transition right he's already had like the surgeries and he is he living a life as a female now I don't know anything person? about that person. I okay. just saw the tweet that that's the cover of Glamour. No, UK. I'm talking about the the Bud Light girl. Oh, thing. Dylan. Uh, yeah, I don't know Dylan's new name, but okay, I don't know what all he's he's had done either. But you know, I featured him in the voting mm-hmm. episode that we did for the online prophecy weekend a few years right. ago. Because no, it was, wasn't a few years ago. That was just one year ago. When was Biden? That elected? was before the the. The, oh, okay, okay, gotcha. The primary. That was 10 months ago, which yeah, feels like Yeah, I know, years. it's, man. <laughs> um, so he was uh, invited to the White House right. for, like, National Girls' Day or something like that. Yeah. Biden invited him to come be there. But, yeah, and then he's the spokesperson for Bud Light, and now... And a whole lot of things. Like, Nike signed this person yeah. for female athletic wear. Uh, I think Reebok, didn't Reebok do something with this person as well? Yeah, there's so, been so much. Anyway, it's, it's ridiculous. So we're going we're gonna to kind of move on now because that's about all that I could stomach. And I'm sorry, that's just me. And I'm not homophobic. I just get upset about this stuff because it's being crammed down our mouths and our throats, I guess I should say. And the, the, our, kids are, our kids are being the victims there. They're the ones that are being victimized because they don't have any choice right now. Everything... Uh, that would attract a child to anything now is being promoted like this. So anyway, it's don't get me started because I could really just go, you know, and rail on this whole thing. So I'm going to move on because well, the, the other stuff's got me upset d- about this. Before too. we move on, I'll just yeah. tell you: don't okay. go look up the Pride Parade in Jerusalem. See, you I, just missed it. You were there last week. Well, thank you goodness just missed I missed the Pride it. Parade. Thank goodness so, I did not see that. There's the music. It's yeah. time for a break. Wow, we're already up against it. So <laughs> we're going to take a break now, but we'll be right back. We're going to talk more about this ESG thing, this um, stakeholder capitalism, and how it connects to Pride Month and what the Bible has to say about all of it. We have open lines at 877 time 877-363-8463. Give us a call. We'd love to hear your perspective. We'll be right back. symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ, part two. 
The late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online with End Time Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the End Time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you and we love you. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. What does Pride Month, ESG, and stakeholder capitalism have in common? That's what we're talking about today. We have much to cover, so we're going to dive right back in. We do want to get to your calls as well. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. All right, Doug, we left off. I think there's a Lego video. You want yeah. to dive right into that, or how do you want to approach this? Well, let's look at this graphic. For we got a, a graphic that I want to show that was in one of these articles that's showing some of the companies that are involved in this now, and, and I want people to kind of look at that. And you may have to dive a little deeper into this to find out exactly what their stance is, but I tell you, by the end of this program, you're going to kind of understand a little bit more. Uh, but like I said, so you've got Bud Light, Target, Disney, Reebok, Adidas, PetSmart, Tom's, Uggs, Levi's, Fossil, and Lego is... Uh, the one that we have the video of. And I want to show you, they've come out with an exclusive, like, gay Lego, and here's the video for it. This is the A to Z of awesome, a Lego celebration of the beautiful, powerful language of the LGBTQIA community. Lego Play offers a universal, but most importantly, a safe space to express yourself and be who you are. I'm a black, queer woman who loves Lego bricks. We invited members of the community to build Lego creations that represent their true stories. The concept behind my build is you see this colorful, unique Lego brick to represent a happy, healthy, intersex person. What I built here was a transgender garden. So all these different aspects of gender have their place in that garden. My build is a castle. It means a family. So we are that safe space. I think this project is a game changer because visibility equates value. Discover the stories of the creators behind the builds and submit your ideas to help us build the full A to Z. Castle is a safe place, Vince, just so you know that. Doug. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Lego can be gay. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I'll just talk to you about it later. Okay. I was just like, this is unbelievable. This is impossible. I know. It's it's crazy because, I mean, when you see that, I mean, clearly every single one of those people, you know, are, are 
transgenders are gay or something. But the, the thing about it is they're promoting a child's toy in this way, calling it a safe place. It's just, you can see how warped and demented this gets. And so, anyway, the, the, that's the thing. I just want to show you there's a lot more companies involved in this. This is only a few that we named today, a few that we've shown on the program, on the graphic while ago. And the thing about it, Vince, is it may surprise you. And, of course, uh, we're going to talk a minute about one that is close to me, hits <laughs> me close. And we'll talk about that here in a second. But I want to show you the reason why, okay? i got to do this Lego thing. <laughs> okay, just, do the Lego. Okay, you and I both have had involvement in working with our hands. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we'll... There, there, there are construction terms, or just terms in general... That we use. There's right. a male end and a female end on a number of things. Yeah. Lego is built with that in mind. Right. They literally cannot build a Lego gay castle without a male end and a female end. That's true. This, <laughs> That's this is impossible. Point. They are built around this principle. Yeah. I don't know what they call it if they don't call it that. So... That that's all. I'm just I'm blown away by that ad there. It's the first time I've seen it. Well, there you go. Thanks yeah. for putting that in there. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome very much. All right. So I'm sorry, I'm, Vince. It's just impossible. I, I know. It, it's a great point. You make a great point, and I hope the production guys don't throw in a comment right now. But here's the thing. Uh, I, well, there you go. How about that? The, no one can hear that. But no, but yeah. Well, we're not going to share that right now. Well, it's, but, it, but these are terms that are that are used and right. Very appropriate terms. It's just yeah. how it is. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, so here's the thing. Here's where I want to go and where I want to end up today because I want everybody to understand where this is coming from. Okay, because it's not just this. I mean, this is coming from the gay community. They want that pushed out there. They want their voice. They want to be heard. They want to know everybody. They want everybody to know that they are loud and proud of who they are. But there is another agenda behind this, and it's it's really. Vince, when we look at it, we're about to cover the world government side of it. It's another prophetic thing. Jesus said prophetically that the days of, of the time of the end when he came back, it would be like the days of Lot. That's what we're seeing right now. So we get that. We see it. We understand it. And we talk about it a lot. Well, now we're going to look at how world government comes into play on this. And that's very prophetic and what they're doing. So here is a video from Glenn Beck that will help explain how this all ties together, then I'll come back and me and Vince will explain about ESG for those of you that might not understand what that's about. Here's the- Yesterday, I told you who the shareholders were. Remember this from CNN. I played this yesterday. Listen to this analysis from CNN. What advice could you give companies that sort of get swept up in this? Well, um, the issue is who are you beholden to? Are you beholden? You're beholden to many different uh, stakeholders, but in particular, you're beholden to your investors. And uh, investors are not showing, uh, are not pulling back from looking at how companies uh, affect and are affected by society, how they are affected by the environment and how ethical issues, which is governance, uh, uh, address their business. These are not, these are um, maybe not going to address the Bud Light six week stock drop, but ESG is a long term uh, investor risk and opportunity issue. And investors uh, are not going to look at a six week stock 
drop from one company as something that well, is really Heidi, do you, do you, Okay. It's very clear. Very clear. Now, when she says investors, what she means, well, for instance, let me just give you the biggest investors in Target. The Vanguard Group. Stu, what is the Vanguard Group? Why, why do I know that name come to my head besides them being well-known? Something in the news. Oh, one of the leaders of ESG. BlackRock. So Vanguard has 9% ownership of Target. BlackRock has 9% ownership. State Street. These are the three big ones, the biggest ones for uh, ESG. State Street has 8% ownership. Then Vanguard has another fund that has another 3%. Then Wells Fargo, then Bank of America, then another index fund from Vanguard. Okay? They're Their ownership that they're talking about, investors, they are talking about the institutional investors. And, of course, they're not pulling back because it's not really their money they're losing. They believe that if they could just weather the storm, everything will be fine. But here's the storm that changes everything. You're already showing them, no, we're not going back to Miller Lite or Bud Light. We're not doing it. Not doing it. It's sustaining and getting worse every month. All right. So he's explaining that these three major stockholders in this company, in Target, it's not just this. It's all these companies. They're all the major players in that. And where have we heard those names before? WEF, right? We've heard the World Economic Forum talk about these. We've heard how uh, BlackRock and Vanguard are buying up uh, uh, all kinds of real estate and jacking the prices up, you know, so that people can't buy houses and, and have housing. This is all part of the sustainable development goals that are going on with the UN, with the WEF, and it's all part of making everyone accepted and having a, it's it's almost like a social credit score like China had. These stockholders, they pay into these companies, and if you want to play ball, then you have to agree to push whatever agenda they're pushing at that point. That's basically what's going on. So this is an article uh, that is from, uh, let's see, it's the Fraser Institute. It's published this article titled Stakeholder Capitalism and ESG, The Road to Socialism. So you've got to understand that that's, that's where we're going. This is all part of the plan to bring us into a socialized uh, government and a one-world socialized go- government. This isn't just you know companies here in the United States. This is all over the world that these people control this stockholder capitalism. So the article states sto- stockholder capitalism and its cousin ESG, short for environmental, social, and governance. So there you go, social and governance. You got it right there. Two uh, related movements that diminish economic freedom, the key to prosperity, and push us closer toward a new brand of socialism. Stakeholder capitalism means businesses should not purely focus on maximizing returns to owners, but rather use the resources of companies to solve social problems. Huh. Like uh, the gay agenda is a social problem because not everybody accepts it. And so they want to push this. Thus maximizing benefits to various stakeholders, their employees, customers, suppliers, communities, and countries. Uh, ESG remains the subjective concept used for wide range of causes from climate policies 
to diversity initiatives. So even the the Green Deal, the Green, uh, you know, trying to to say that we need we have climate change and that we're part of it. This is all part of the thing. So everything they're trying to push there, ESG and stakeholder capitalism are really nothing new. Uh, they used to be called corporate social responsibility. And so now it says the ESG and stakeholder capitalism movements will ultimately see governments and unelected bodies and special interest organizations force, see that word force, businesses to choose the appropriate ends of business to achieve. So they want to force these businesses to con- to conform to what they're they're pushing and what if they don't and what if they don't well you heard what happens so yeah. they they lose those monies it's it's not unlike what um probably the mark of the beast is going to end up being because we know that that's like a individual economic sanction well these people will be economically sanctioned if they choose not to play ball so you, you saw major companies get to stay open during covid mm-hmm. right well those were companies that are involved with esg they were able to maintain business as usual while these mom and pop shops were shut down and they ended up losing everything. But these other corporations, even though they didn't have the business that they had before, they continued to thrive. Well, why? Because they're part of the ESG. They pay into the pool. They do what they're asked to do and therefore they're taken care of. You heard what they said on the, the report there that uh, Glenn Beck showed. It, it's not really going to matter if we sanction these companies. Because these companies control everything. They have the money. So the long-term goal, even if you say, well, I'm boycotting Target, it's not really going to help. It's not going to help because these people are major players that have major bucks, and they're part of the one-world socialistic system. So they, they've got that going for them. So the old uh, the customer is always right thing? Yeah, that's out in the window. In this case, <laughs> the little person going in there and spending $80 at Target isn't the customer no it's blackrock it's vanguard it's big big time players like that yeah they're the, the customer is. is always right because they're paying your bills they're the ones buying food for your children yeah. by doing business with you in this case the money's coming from much bigger people mm-hmm. and so you your voice doesn't matter as much right if at all exactly and and that's that's part of the problem is that with with this kind of backing, it doesn't really matter what you do because they've got the backing to keep them going forever. And so I, I said at the beginning of this that there is one of these companies that's near and dear to me. Well, and Doug, before you go, we've got 30 seconds before oh, the break. Well, there you go. I, I think I've gotten let fired up, so we better let them go to break. Then. This company that's near and dear to you will be revealed <laughs> oh, after yeah. the break. you got to stay tuned. So stay tuned. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Don't forget to take advantage of all the bonus items for pre-ordering. Understand the end time at endtime.com slash ABC or call 800 end time to get it. Now, if you would have done that already, started watching it on end time plus, none of this would surprise you. Go there and pre-order it today. We'll be right back. I've been part of the end time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. Endtime is a small nonprofit that runs a high-traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. 
We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Welcome back to End Time. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Don't forget to go to endtime.com slash events. Make sure you're keeping up with where Dave and Jana are. They'll be in Vider, Texas later this month, so make sure you make plans to go there, participate in the End Time Prophecy Conference. You never know what's going to happen in this world that Dave will be able to update you live there, and you'll be able to ask him your questions. So make plans to come to Vider, Texas to be with Dave and Jana Robbins there. Also, don't forget, Understand the End Time is streaming live at endtime.com slash new. Yes, you can pre-order it, but you can also stream it live. I think the first six or seven episodes are available there, endtime.com slash new. If you're an End Time Plus subscriber, it's available to you for free. If you're not, you can start a free trial today and check it out. Binge watch all of them if you'd like and cancel if you want after that. That's totally fine. We don't want you to cancel, but the option's there for you. All right, Doug, we were talking about all these different companies. Yeah. And I'm not going to reveal who it is. I'm going to leave that on you because I, maybe you'll shed a tear while you're saying their <laughs> name. I don't know. I, I'm not going to shed a tear. But uh, you've already done all that. Yeah, I mean, it, it upsets me. It does because it is Harley Davidson, uh, and we got a, a graphic I want to show you that's from. Uh, I think if we've got the one of the motorcycle flying, the, there you go. So there, there. Well, that a, could be anybody, Doug. That could be anybody, and you know, but that's a uh, that's a gay pride flag on the back of the Harley. It makes me sad because when you think about uh, Harley's clientele, I mean, normally you think of rough, gruff people. You don't people think like of, you. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I'm not as rough as some of them, but yeah, there's some of them that are a lot rougher than I am. But uh, I mean, you don't think of it being a transgender or a homosexual person, even though there could be homosexual bikers and you just don't know they're homosexual. But uh, what I'm saying is, it's not their normal clientele. Just like Bud Light, you wouldn't expect Bud Light to be. You know, pushing a, a transgender on their on their cans of beer, uh, because most of the people that do that are you know kind of Harley people. So anyway, the the two kind of go tough, hand in there. Yeah, not into LGBTQ plus stuff right. at all. Got grease under their nails, not you know pedicures or whatever that's called manicures. I think you um, got it down. Okay, so anyway, now you think okay well why is harley doing this well harley is doing this for the same reason folks and this is straight from the harley page i want to show you this so that you can see uh you can go to harley and you can actually look at their page and we have a graphic from their page that explains that they are part of this inclusive stakeholder approach so this is harleydavison.com yeah that's harleydavison.com and you go there you go to the bottom of the page look under sustainability click that button and it goes there and you can get a full report on the stakeholder management so you can do that on their webpage if you're interested and read all about it but they have given they are full in on this Vince and they are part of uh, this one world agenda and this all-inclusive system that's going on right now so so they've got that going on and so here's the thing you think okay when you see this you say okay how is 
the world government doing this. But this is not a new plan. And so before we go to the phones, one more thing I want to do before we hit this. So, I mean, we know Revelation 17 talks about a scarlet-colored beast that the woman's riding on. And we've had that study before. We can, you know, you can go and find our studies that are on Revelation 17 and uh, the harlot and the, the beast and all that. So you can look at all that and see that it is definitely a scarlet-colored or red-colored, which is communist is, you know, what that color's for. We talk about that in the Six Seal video. So, What's this book you're about to read from? I'm about to read from The Naked Communist. It's a book about, um, there were 45 goals that were established in 1961 of how to change America from, uh, a, um, from a free country like we are to a communist country. And so there were 45 goals that they had in there. I'm going to read you goal number 26 just to to kind of tell you this is not new this was introduced in 1961 and it the 26th goal here says present homosexuality uh degeneracy and promiscuity as normal natural and healthy so that's the goal then it says these 45 goals were put in print in 1961 and by 1973 homosexuality was declassified declassified as a mental disorder by the American uh, Psychiatric Association. Others followed their lead. The American Sociology or Sociological uh, Association, the Council of Representatives, adopted this same policy in 1975. And then the World Health Organization followed suit in 1990. Now, l- listen to this. The recent push for gay marriage rights as guaranteed by the Supreme Court in 2015, remember under the Obama administration, is the latest in an effort to break apart the natural family and institutionalized homosexuality. In the free speech arena, public commentary supporting gay rights is supported for its inclusiveness. Remember, that's what the Harley page said. They're all inclusive. They want to be all inclusive. That's part of this sustainable uh, development goals and the uh, the agenda of this ESG. Okay, and, and diversity. Colleges and businesses and local governments are quick to announce how diverse they have become. However, public commentary supporting the natural family and denouncing homosexuality is now attacked as hate speech. So there you go. So this was in a book that uh, I can't even remember when this was written back in, I think. 61, you said. Well, that's when it was introduced to Congress. These goals were introduced, but I think it was actually written even before that. Let me see if I can see real quick. 1958. 1958. And so, anyway, that's out there. The Naked Communist is the name of that. Uh, I talked about that, actually, in the same, you know, when we did the videos there before the primaries, I talked about it in Will America Destroy Herself? Mm -hmm. I talk about those 45 goals from this book. And so, uh, you know, you can go back and and watch some of these things that we've done in the past to see just where we are right now. But it is, uh, it's definitely a world government issue and they are pushing the gay agenda for this all-inclusivism, which is, you know, we're going to have it not only with world government events, but with the world religious system everybody's included everybody's going to go to heaven you know that's what they're going to push and that's what they are pushing i mean the you know that's part of the interfaith movement so everybody gets to god so here we are here now we are. i'm i'm i'll wind down a little bit and we can take some calls if you want to well i'm i'm just you know i'm 
I've heard all this stuff. Mm-hmm. The more we talk about it, the more it kind of imprints in your brain. Yeah. And so I'm sitting here going, okay, this was, you know, what you said introduced in 61 to Congress, written prior to that. Mm-hmm. And it's almost as if it can't be true because of how accurate, because of how things have developed. Yeah. And become almost exactly what they said they were setting out to do. Yeah. And so here we are, 2023. What is that? Almost close to 70 years later. Yeah. And it's, they're patient, aren't they? They are. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I'm just looking at that going, okay, this doesn't surprise us. Right. We knew about that. Those, th- we knew about this book. We knew about the goals. Mm-hmm. But we've also known about what the Bible has to say. That's right. And so let's figure that out real quick if we can. Um, you know, we, we're asking the question, what does Pride Month ESG and stakeholder capitalism have in common? Mm-hmm. I think we've covered that pretty thoroughly. But now there's an element to this that can really blow people's mind. The Bible said things about this long ago. Right. And what all did that yeah. have to say? Yeah, way, way before. You <laughs> Thousands know, of years. Yeah, way before this book was ever written. I mean, the Lord told us that these, these things were coming. So, you know, I mean, just like what we talked about at the beginning of the show where he gave a, uh, a prophecy about the days just before he comes back are going to be like the days of Noah. They're going to be like the days of Lot where wickedness and sin is running rapid. He also told us in Matthew 24, you know, he tells us that that's one of the things that makes the hearts of many people grow cold during that time. So Jesus told us that all this stuff was going to happen just before he returns. So if there's people sitting on the fence right now thinking, oh, we still got plenty of time, you folks, y'all need to get after it because we don't have as much time as you think. You know, uh, I'm not saying that, you know, we're already in the middle of that seven years because we're not. The seven years hasn't started yet. But we are getting so close right now and so many things are happening. And when Scripture begins to tell us that there's going to be a world government set up, that there's going to be a world religious system set up, that there's going to be a mark of the beast, we're already seeing them talk about all three of those things. They're not calling it the mark of the beast right now, but what are they calling it? They're calling it digital dollar and things like that. So we're looking at digital currency that's coming. Social credit scores. ESG. Yeah, ESG (laughs) for sure. So we're watching things begin to be implemented and get you used to doing this stuff. And even though we want to fight against it, I saw today that Target's uh, stocks have dropped dramatically. I saw a report on, from Fox News about that in a business report today. So, yes, boycotting them is, is affecting that stock a little bit. But like these articles said, like those people said in the interview there, uh, they've got these shareholders that have huge pockets. And they've got a lot of support. And they can push whatever agenda they want to. And we can boycott and but eventually it's going to get to the point where you can't go to the grocery store you know i mean you can't uh you know take your kids and buy a toy at the store you know anymore you can't buy any food because all the food is supporting it so somewhere or another you you've got to give and they've got it that way right now well doug i think we have a little bit of time left to squeeze joe in here should we do that now sure absolutely all right it's time for the joe show i suppose joe welcome to the end time show you guys look magnificent again. It's always good to look at you guys, and you're touching so many subjects. And I just want to encourage everyone. I mean, I personally, I have a very, very difficult time dealing with homosexuality. 
I don't know what to say. I mean, I know people who are gay, and I love them, and I've shared my testimony, and some of them say they're Christians. I just tell them to read the Bible. But we can't lose hope. We can't lose faith. We can't lose love. we got to keep praying because, you see, this is Satan's tactic to turn as many people as possible against Christians. And these churches that are accepting it, they're, they're not Christian anymore. If you go against the Word of God, you, you're perverting the truth. Mm-hmm. And I just want to share it to, with everyone. We've got to stay encouraging one another because it's going to get harder and harder to stay true to the Word of God. But in Matthew 24, Jesus said that we will be hated by all nations. We're going to be hated by people because they're they're cloaked in darkness. They don't know the truth. We're walking in the truth, and the darkness is doing everything to try to destroy the Word of God that's been written in us. And we have to just stay true to that, keep praying no matter what, Pray for those churches that are, are, are delusional and thinking that they can accept everybody. Because, you see, all the surface words are taking words from the Scriptures and distorting them. We are led to, lo- to love everybody, but we're not l- led to accept the abominations. But when you state that truth, you're, you, you know, you're, you're called a hate monger because you're yeah. not accepting everybody. But we've got to stand fast. Everybody hearing my voice, stand fast. Keep praying. Don't lose faith. God knows what he's doing. He's allowing certain things happening. we got to pray for that our, our administration, this government, has changed. And by the hand of the Lord, by Holy Spirit, he will be bringing in people that will stand against this this one world system. Amen, Joe. I, Thank I, you so much for your call. We've got to cut you off there. We're at the end of the show. Doug, I think we've covered this very thoroughly. I think it'll help a lot of people. Do pray for Doug. He's a big Harley Davidson <laughs> fan, so there's no telling. If you're going to join me in prayer, comment, pray for Doug. Make sure that he knows that you're with him. Who knows what he's going to do with his Harley Davidson. I guess we'll find out soon. Maybe we could auction it off, Doug. I don't know. We'll be right back here tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central Time. Don't forget to go to endtime.com and watch.endtime.com to partake in the thousands of hours of content that's available there for you for totally free. Thanks to our incredible partners that give at endtime.com slash give. Like I said, we'll be right back here tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central Time. We'll see you then.